When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to episode 30 of Houston Astros Baseball. If any of you listened to yesterday's podcast, I just want to go on the record and say it was sort of an accidental uh, publishing of the episode. I wanted to try out the uh, tools that the Anchor app provides for you, uh, the sound effects used to break up segments, and so I was doing some commentary uh, inning by inning and using the uh, the segment breakups and my full intention when I got done was to just listen to it see how it sounded and then, de- and then I was going to delete it but when I got to that point I didn't realize that the episode was already being published and s- like in the first 10 minutes or so seven people had already listened to it so I went ahead and left it on um, but anyway, if you have any feedback, if you like that, that I think the, uh, using the sound effects to break up the different segments sounds like a pretty good idea. It's also can, uh, be used to see if you're losing people. You, it, it tells you who listens to each segment. So if the top segments have a higher listening rate than the bottom ones, then you kind of can tell that uh, you're losing people and they're giving up on your show. But uh, anyway, I kind of enjoyed it in a way of following the game. I won't be doing it tonight because I have to work in the morning, but uh, it's something I might try. But if you uh, have any feedback, you can uh, get a hold of me on Twitter at Rob Fontenot, or you can download the Anchor app and send me a message if you want. And like I said, if you get the Anchor app and you ever want to be a part of the show, if you want to uh, be my co-host or a guest or you just want to leave a comment for me to to, uh, talk about, uh, that's fine. Anything you want to do, I'm open to it. So uh, that's it for that part. So an idea that I had by looking that I got by uh, reading some comments on Twitter was, are you a real fan? I saw people on Twitter writing uh, that someone had told them they're a better fan because they don't complain. You see people on there uh, talking bad about the players and other people saying you're a fair weather fan or you're not a real fan. And so I kind of wanted to discuss that in my podcast today. So, the first one, are you a real fan or not a real fan? If you, some people say if you talk bad about the Astros, you're not a real fan. Well, let me tell you this. I won't say my life revolves around the Astros, although it kind of does. I work all day. When I get home, if there's a game, I will watch it. I don't care what else is on. That's what's going to be on my TV. If I'm at work when they're playing... I will get all of the alerts on my watch. I keep up with every game that they play. 
Sometimes there's a family thing I have to do and I can't watch it, but if I'm able to, I'll watch it on my phone. So I also, I don't do it a lot, but sometimes I have negative things to say about them. And there's some people out there that say, if you say negative things about the Astros, you're not a real fan. But I don't have any desire or I don't feel like I'm obligated at all to go on Twitter and defend whether or not I'm a real fan. I know I am. The people around me know that I am. My friends and family, everyone knows that I am. So uh, what someone I don't know on Twitter says about me, I really don't care. And then you have people saying that I'm a better fan than you. Not me, but like, like they'll tell other people on there, uh, you know, if someone says this guy sucks and they need to call up somebody else, oh, you're giving up on them and you're not a real fan. I never say anything bad about them. Uh, I'm a better fan than you. Like, how do you know if you're a better fan than somebody? How can you say that you're a better fan than me? Or how can you say you're a better fan than someone else? There's some people that live in the Houston area and they have season tickets. There's some people that live three hours away and they don't. Just because you go to more games, does that make you a better fan? It makes you a better fan than some people or it, or it means you have more time in your life to devote to going to uh, baseball games. Some people have children. Some people have obligations. Some people have to work. Not everybody can go to 100 games a year or 80 games a season. You know, it, it just can't happen. And uh, so another type of fan is your fair weather fan. So, so the people complaining on Facebook, the other people say, oh, you're a fair weather fan. So a fair weather fan is someone that only likes the team when they're good. Is like, I guess that's what they're talking about, a fair weather fan. Um, in 2013 and 14, when the Astros were losing 100 games in a row, or not 100 in a row, but 100 per season, uh, they were hard to watch. I wasn't even able to watch them because I didn't have the uh, direct TV or uh, I didn't have root sports. And so I couldn't watch them, but I still followed them. I could listen to them on the radio. And uh, was it frustrating that the owners were trading everybody away and that we were losing so many games? Was it frustrating that hitters seven through nine were automatic outs? Was it frustrating that we would start four guys that should be in uh, minor league baseball, that were starting four guys that wouldn't even be in the major leagues if they were in another organization? Does that make you a fair weather fan because you don't want to spend $400 taking your family to an Astros game on a weekend? I mean, if the owners don't put the product out there that's going to give you a chance to win or at least shows the effort, people aren't going to go. You can tell that right now. When I first started going back to the games, there would be 20,000 people there. Now there's 40,000 people there. You get online to buy tickets and it looks like you're going to a playoff game because all the tickets are gone. Is that all the Fairweather fans buying it up? 
Are they Fairweather fans because they want to be associated with the winner? Or they're, okay, well, that's a bandwagon fan. But uh, So I don't think there's any Fairweather fans. I mean, like, why would you want to spend thousands of dollars a year to go watch a team that doesn't have a chance to do anything? I mean, you're still going to follow them. You're still going to get mad when they lose. But you're not going to give up on them. You might give up on them as far as I'm not going to spend every day of my life following these guys if they're not going to put a team on the field that can win or at least give the team a chance to win. And lastly, the uh, bandwagon fans. These, I see a lot of these people at my job. Uh, back when the Astros were horrible, I always wore my Astros hat to work and people would comment that they suck. They walk around with their chest puffed out with their Texas Rangers stuff on. And I would just say, I really don't care. It's my team, and that's who I like, and I'm not going to change. Just like these people are Dallas Cowboy fans, and they really rip their team and ownership and coaches when they don't win. But that's just, in my opinion, it's because they're passionate about it. People get mad because they care. Are there some people that are a little too rash or uh, like quick to judgment? There was people dogging out Josh Reddick earlier in the year. He's a proven, great professional baseball player. And there were people calling for him to get traded. There were people calling for the Astros to get rid of him. And now he's back in a form and they love him again. That, my friends, I would call... I don't even know what to call it. That's just someone that doesn't know what they're talking about. And those are probably not real fans making uh, comments like that. Now, I've made some negative comments about Jake Marisnik. Jake Marisnik, on a good year, hits 250. He doesn't start very many games. His sole role on the game is to come in and play outfield when we have the game under control to get the best defense we have out there. His role isn't to come in and hit 40 home runs a year and start every game because he's just not that good. He's very well liked around here. People love Jake Marisnik, but he's not getting it done this year. I've had I've made comments myself that says, why do we have Fisher and Marisnik? They're both pretty much the same player. Although Marisnik is better is a better fielder, they're both fast. Neither one of them can hit. They both they're both hitting 150 or less. I just don't see the point of having both of them on the team. We already have three catchers, but uh, Gaddis isn't catching. He's only DHing. He doesn't play in the field. So, I mean, the bench is pretty pretty low, and uh, there's just not a lot of uh, people on the bench that can come in and do things. But Fisher's job is to pinch run, and he's very good at it. He scores a lot of runs. It, like they said last night, every time he's on base, it seems like in a pressure situation that they need to get him in to uh, tie it up or win, he always scores. So he's the magician on the base path. and uh, But that's his role. He's not going to come in and bat 300, although he was good in AAA, and we kind of expected that, but he's just not there. So why do we have both of them? That was always my question. And, uh, you know, people called me out on that, but I don't care. I mean, it's it's just the truth. Um. When Kyle Tucker gets up there, one of these guys has got to be gone. I mean, they're not both going to be here next year. 
if Kyle Tucker comes here because we don't need him. We don't need two guys that bat 150 and that are fast. I mean, but they're on the team. It is what it is. Uh, I like Jake Marisnik. I don't, I don't dislike him. He's just not doing very good. I just don't see the point of having him on the team right now. When, uh, you know, but everybody's struggling, so I don't want to say he can't turn it around. But, but him turning it around is getting his batting average in the 200s. Uh, we expect Springer to bat 280. We expect uh, Reddick to bat almost 300. We expect all the good players to do stuff, but no one's expecting Jake Marisnik to do much. He is what he is, and it is what it is. So I just want everyone out there to know you don't have to call people out and tell them they're not real fans because you don't know them. You don't know how much a win means to them. You don't know how much it torments them when the Astros lose. I mean, you only know how you feel about yourself. You don't need to get on Twitter and tell everybody about how you're a way better fan than anyone. There's no reason for anyone to talk bad about anyone else that is an Astro fan. We're all the Astros family. We all love them. We all follow them. And most of us will follow them, good or bad. But some people won't put the effort in when they're not good. And you can't blame them. I mean, you know, why, why follow a team if they're not any good? But anyway, you can see that by uh, Tampa Bay. They have nobody goes to the games. And mostly because the, the uh, stadium's not even in Tampa. It's in some little town and like, I don't know, it's just a horrible situation over there, but I'm veering off the discussion. Um, so like I said, don't feel the need to, uh, to uh, what do you call it, to defend how you feel about your team. Just like them, like them in your own way. It's all good. And uh, so anyway, that's episode 30. I hope you enjoyed it. Sorry I went a little long, but it wasn't rehearsed or anything. It's just me rambling about how I feel. And uh, that's it. Thanks a lot for listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.